Hello, my dear ones. Well, I came here a little earlier to do video, but I got into a big uh, discussion on uh, acids and bases, and uh, Jessica's sister's an RN, and so, you know, sometimes you're trained, and, you know, you got, if you go to nursing school, you got one year, basically a combination of IB and a little bit of A&P and stuff like this, but when you... Uh, become more up into the fields of the doctorate, you should be having two or three levels of A&P. And of course, you don't get the uh, understanding that we put out there for you. And that's important because understanding the lymph system helps you to understand the blood-brain barrier and everything else. And it's funny how we were talking about that because this nurse believes in that and that blood corros is corrosive to the brain. It's like, really? If your blood is corrosive to the brain, you're not alive. And there's no barrier to stop that. But it's a lack of understanding of the lymphatic system. I remember I had a medical doctor friend. Me and him used to get together and have a, some conversations during some interesting times. And so I, uh, I laughed at him because I've known better. And I said, well, you guys believe in that blood-brain barrier? And he goes, it doesn't exist. And of course not. I've had nurses with uh, worms in their brain. I've had all kinds of things. You, every cell in your body has to have two things. You have to have an energetic source, but you also have to remove the waste. You, ha you can't expect the kitchen to remove your waste. And that's where you guys have it and understanding. And I've been teaching you A&P through all these years, a uh, little bit here and a little bit there, showing you the overview of how the body works. And I'll put all you guys up against any, any uh, nurse or any physician anywhere. Understanding the traditional ways of the body is ridiculous. It's like uh, we were talking about that before, how it was the University of West Virginia that found the lymphatic system in the brain here. It's going probably about four years ago or so. Matter of fact, it was two, right? One was called the glymphatic and one was called the lymphatic. I think there was two different people discovering these. Ooh. And uh, it's just a, a lot of ignorance. This is why you must have the overview. You must have the picture of how the body works before you can understand the small parts of it, to be honest with you. You know, you have to understand the small parts, no question, uh, but to a fault sometimes. And uh, that, um, uh, it'll help you immensely. You just can't get lost in allopathic thinking. There's no curing allopathically. It, we were laughing about the whole concept of a cancer cell, you know, which is a degenerative cell, right? Popping out of tissue somewhere, Going upstream, Patty and I did a, I did a video on that, and I have to tell you, I, I, it's hard not to laugh how, how they believe a cell can pop up, uh, go upstream with all the gates, and end up, say in your brain, say a, a, an ovarian cell, and then end up in your brain, scooting over into tissue that's already defined, <laughs> and saying, scoot over, I'm going to make you a cancer cell, a degenerative cell, because I am. Some of this stuff is beyond. Some of the five-year-olds I know are smarter than that. It's crazy. And uh, you really got to sit back and understand the A&P. That's why if you ever have a chance to take our school at level one, do. Because it'll help you immensely to understand the body and how it works. And it's easy to understand it. Especially when you keep things simple. Even though we get into electrons and protons, we get into physics a little bit and things like that. I try to do it very simplistically. And so easy to understand some of these things. 
But if you don't understand the lymphatic system, you don't understand there's a kitchen and there's a bathroom. Keep it simple. There's a sewer system and, and, and a kitchen to things, uh, whether it's a factory and making things, or whether it's your automobile or whether it's your body. <laughs> it all ha or an animal body. It all has to have both of those aspects to it. And there's only two sides to chemistry. No matter how hard you try to make it more, there's only two sides, and each side has a respective effect. If you go to each side of chemistry way out there, they both going to burn you. But uh, I'm going to keep going with the Q&A. <laughs> there's no catching up here with q and I'm sorry, but you guys are, there's a lot of you guys that are hurting, and it's hard for me to keep up with you. But always remember about the lymphatic system, because when the blood ever gets to the point that it hurts you, you don't have long to be here. So you got to understand, and the blood only gets hiccuped by one, your ingestion of chemistry, and also your, your production of chemistry. In other words, yeah, you can take in some gnarly acids. Oh, yeah, some gnarly chemistry out there. Uh, you breathe it, put it on your skin. You know, you're, you're hearing about that all the time in all types of uh, pesticides and herbicides and but you find it in all kinds of things. Uh, look at the uh, baby foods causing NEC, necrosis of the small bowel. Really? Uh, Gerber and all these companies uh, making foods that causes necrosis of the baby bowels. That's why you can't play in the world of chemistry. As much as I, you know I love chemistry, uh, you can't play in that world too much, not without getting hurt. Uh, you want to keep it simple. Let nature play in that world and let nature keep it holistically. Get all your elements bonded in proper ratios and consumption in that way. You augment chemistry, it'll whip you in the butt. You know, it's cold out here. We were in the 50s last night. Now, to some of you, 50 below zeros, but in Florida, when it's 50s, it's cold. That's why I'm, 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 I'm warmed up here. Uh, this is Brian, a 49-year-old male, six foot three. So if you're six foot three, I'm automatically thinking pituitary, aren't you? So we know that there's a pituitary issue going on with this lad that uh, could interface, could uh, suppress or stimulate the function of the other endocrine glands, thyroid, parathyroid, thymus, even uh, pancreatic. I mean, there's a lot of uh, endocrine glands. Heart's considered an endocrine gland. Parts of it. 239 pounds. Poor eyesight, high cholesterol, pre-diabetic, 5.8A1C. So, okay, so we know also that ACTH is produced and can uh, affect the adrenal glands. So you can see uh, that in someone at a height, and it's at 49 years old, it's possible that pituitary is now making things more in a hypostate. And I can go back to, because I'm an old rock and roller, right? I had a rock and roll band when I was 15. Now I'm an old 12-string guitarist and, a, and an organ player. I had a Vox organ, and I actually had a Mosrite. I don't know anybody ever heard of Mosrite, but the Ventures was a... Um, they, they weren't singers, they were more just, uh, you know, just musicians playing music. But they had most right trough strings, and I had a, uh, a music store order me one. Because the birds were coming out with 12 strings, and I always wanted a Rickenbacker 12 string, but never could afford it. 
So I got this Mosherite 12 string, and I've always loved 12 strings. Just love them. I would like to better my vision. I'm, uh, oh, minus 5.25 in both eyes, and all my kids have poor vision. One of my girls is minus 1.8 in both eyes. I have high cholesterol. Now, how an elevated cholesterol, understanding what cholesterol is. Cholesterol is an anti, and we were just having this discussion about the difference between a Lipitor commercial and the old Crestor, which is a newer pharmacostatin, came out, and the difference between their ads. Uh, initially, Crestor had cholesterol lumped on the vascular wall. Well, in an alkaline medium, you don't get a cationic involvement. It's, it's an anionic involvement. It's only uh, interstitially that you see that. And of course, with the Lipitor commercial, someone was a smart because they had tissue on both sides of the cholesterol lump. And it's like, that's more accurate. And so it's like, hmm, what do they know they're not telling people? You know, uh, what would be in between the, the, uh, the basement layer of connective tissue and the epithelial cells? That's your lymph system, you know? So. Your lymph system is your lipid-based system. So when you see an upswing of lipids or cholesterol or you start seeing lipomas, you're very acidic. And that's, uh, that's where you get into the cataracts. Cataracts are cholesterol. So that's when you can get into poor visions and stuff like that. But it's not just that. You're going to go back to the ANS, the autonomic nervous system, because these eyeballs are run also by the ANS. Even though you're in the central nervous system, you've got the ANS coming right back up here, right? The ANS is the autonomic nervous system. So where does the ANS, the autonomic nervous system, get its juice? The adrenal glands. And so the adrenal glands sit on top of what? Your kidneys. And your kidneys are what? Just an organs that sit there and not uh, pee water? Hell no, it's your sewer system, your main sewer system of the human body. Right kidney drains the right brain to the right toe, and the left to left, you know. And you got the skin, of course, we always call that the third kidney, the largest eliminative organ the body has. So you have elimination. Blood is not involved in elimination. It's your kitchen, right? And any waste that the kitchen has dumped through the spleen into the lymphatic system. Absolutely. So you, you have to understand that the blood cannot be compromised in its pHs or death is imminent. So you just can't make acidic blood and stand there and expect to live too long, right? You see that in fires and house fires and things like this. As you breathe smoke too long, that's all acidic. You know, carbon dioxide and all of that, it don't take long. I had a, oh God, I hate this one, but I had a lady kill herself behind my clinic one time. Uh, and... I was going to my clinic on, for the, uh, the weekend just to check things out, and I saw this car behind the clinic, and I, I started to walk up to it, and I saw a, 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 a hose from her exhaust pipe into her front window, and by the time, I tell you, I couldn't hardly break that window, but she was, she was, she was a dead duck by the time I got to her. But, uh, you know, acidifying yourself, and you acidify your blood, and you're gone. So your blood can't be acidic even in your brain. So any nurse that was taught that, you got to back up on that one. <laughs> that's, not, that's not even possible. But now that the lymphatic system and the glymphatic system has been found in the brain, now maybe that'll help change A&P courses. But you're looking at a lot of years before traditional A&P and all the books 
change and grow with that understanding. And sometimes it's just buried for whatever reason. So uh, one thing, you, your eyesight is either poor for, for two reasons here. You can have an autonomic nerve weakness, which causes all types of, uh, of sight problems. Uh, and you can also have uh, cholesterol buildup. You can also have a lot of mucus or congestion in your sinuses that causes floaters and things. But as the lymph system in the head and in the eye backs up, then you get the MACDs, and then you get pieces of retina, things like that as well. So there's all kinds of things that can go on there. So to correct all of this, you have to go into the detoxification mode. You have to start because you've got cholesterol building up. That's not good. There's those strokes and heart attacks and things like that, right? Because you start getting occluded in the blood system. So that's when you want to look at the kidneys and the kidney filtration of the lymph, of the sewer system. You want to see sediment in your kidney, in your urine. You don't want to see clear water urine. That's ridiculous. And you don't want a pH of your urine to be alkaline. You want your pH for the urine to be around six. You don't want it to be seven or above. That's alkaline urine. That, uh, yeah, no. You know, that means you're losing your electrolytes and the acids are staying at home. And that's some of the problems that you see initially, you healers out there, is that when you start working on people, it takes a little while. And when they start adding more electrons or electrolytes, then they start peeing electrons and electrolytes. It takes a while for hydration to settle in these highly acidic agglomerated areas. It just takes a while to do that. But if you look at that in a positive way, you could say that, oh, that alkaline urine is also helping to reduce inflammation of the kidneys. So there, you look at the, you know, you look at all the reasons why all the chemistry happens the way it does, and then you start understanding it a little more, especially when you basically understand the two pillars of chemistry. There's only two sides, what basically acids do and are, and what basically alkalis do and are. Acids are cationic, and look it up, and uh, bases are uh, anionic, look it up. And it helps you to understand uh, what that means, what's an anionic environment, what's a cationic environment. And pretty soon you say, oh, look, most of man's symptoms are on the cationic side. But then all the byproducts and wastes of metabolism and respiration and, and digestion and activity of cells is not alkalized. I don't know where anyone ever thought that. So again, in getting more neurotransmitters produced by your adrenal glands is key essential. Getting the myelin sheaths up, key essential to helping the eye. Getting the sinuses drained out, getting better blood flow, very important. So two formulas I'd add to yours and your children's is uh, circulation and uh, brain and nerve. Now there's Visioplex. We sell out of the glandular junction. Visioplex has a uh, raw eye tissue in it. And it's just a glandular, but it also has bilberry and a lot of herbs and some supplements in there as well, some minerals and stuff, which I don't care about that, but sometimes you, you can't get formulas that are just what you'd like to have, but they're all there designed to help eye function. And so I would probably get that myself. Uh, also, I have an eye wash. Get an eye cup and uh, uh, wash your eye out with the eye wash, say, uh, once in the morning and once in the uh, evening. Because that starts to promote blood and lymph flow. Remember, I told you about a case where I had a guy, hydraulic jack blew up in his face. And uh, however that was, and just shoved hydraulic fluid up in his, I think it was his left eye. I can remember, and his came in, his eye was black, but they wanted to remove his eye. The allopathic community said, well, you're going to have to take your eye out. 
And he freaked out. Of course, he didn't want to remove his eye, but he couldn't see. He was blind. And he came in. He said, does naturopathy have anything for me? And I said, well, let's see. Let me see if I can start pulling this stuff out of you. And, of course, I had the eye wash. And sure enough, man, that, that the hydraulic fluid was pouring out of his eye. And I was detoxing him at the same time, giving him an alkaline environment a hydrated environment, and then he started getting his peripheral vision back more and more and more and more, and then I didn't see him, but I suppose he got his whole eyesight back. But that's pretty cool, I think. Mm -hmm. But using these things very helpful to promote blood and lymph flow because you've got the two things that impact. So remember, you have blood, nerve, and lymph. Blood, nerve, and lymph. And you address all three of those things when you're looking at eye tissue or mostly any tissue, in my opinion, is blood, nerve, and lymph. Lymph, uh, blood, uh, nerve flow is going to suppress the function of any of that. And of course, these are big neurals. You know, it's through the autonomic that all the uh, iridology is set into. And from a spiritual viewpoint, that's the consciousness of these cells that are reflected through the autonomic nervous system into the eye. And, of course, the surgeon discovered that, that, that there's markings that appear in the eye when there's a problem in related tissue. And slowly, the iridology chart was developed with Lindlar and, and Anderson and all these people, Jensen and all these people like that. We're about to come out with our own. But with the hurricane and everything, we kind of set back a little bit, but a lot of things to work on here. But uh, there's I've played with iridology for 50 years now, so I have my own thoughts and where things are and uh, where some things are supposed to be that are not and stuff like that. But I've poured over eyes. That's what I do, still do. I do your iris analysis for you. So you're going to work on your kidneys and your adrenal glands, and I work on all my adrenal glands. I mean, all my endocrine glands, the parathyroid, because the big one is your pituitary. And I'm going to say that because, again, the relationship between the transverse colon, embryology, and the brain is, is apparent. And so you want to work on your gut tissue always in, in detoxification. Cleaning up the gut is vital also. And it also helps to drain the brain and the sinuses. Sometimes when you're impacted here, you, your sinuses just don't want to break loose. You know, you keep hydrating and hydrating and hydrating. And in a state of hydration or an anionic medium, things break up and want to flow and, and break loose. That's why, again, you get cold and flu detoxification when it's cold out. And the more milk and cheese people eat and drink, the more they're going to be clogged up. And then a little cold air is going to throw them into a flu. What's a flu-like symptom? Fever, sweating, runny noses, sinus. And it's not that you're creating congestion. You already did that. It's opening up and cleaning out. That's simple. But with the girls, my suspicion is going to be kidneys and adrenals. And you want to really look at the lymphatic system, too, between that, too. The adrenals play a major role in eyesight. So you really want to look at that with these youngsters because there is the lymphatic system, the sewer system. And that's why everybody suffers so much. Acidosis in the sewer system, the lymphatic system. So again, get a picture of your eyes and take a look at them. See if you have cholesterol placking at 49. Hope not. <clears throat> or you have cataracts. You can tell that. Of all your videos, never hear of anyone who threw away the glasses. Well, they have been. Uh, definitely. But I keep hearing it. Well, go through Great Gate and see if anybody has played with it that deep. But I keep hearing it starts with cleansing the gut. Yeah, well, I think everything starts with cleansing the gut. I really do. Uh, of course, 
we've talked about that before, going back into uh, 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 the old fasting and the natural hygienic people and even VE irons, which had uh, bentonite and psyllium and all that, they've had formulas. I had health food stores in the early 70s, and they were an already established company. So, uh, and I used to sell their products too, because you, you, you know, you, all the cleansing of the colon. It wasn't until a little later that I discovered the kidney connection to the lymph system. It was, uh, it just dawned on me that, you know, wait a minute here. You know, and looking at all these urinalysis and stuff uh, started dawn on me that, wait a minute, people aren't filtering. People are not eliminating their waste. And so it just added up from there, you know. Uh, but to what extent? Well, to the extent you get your eyesight back and your vision back. People get better vision, better vision, better vision all the time. We read them in here once in a while. You know, so I would go after that, especially if you have cholesterol. But there's several things that can help that. Using the eye wash on a daily basis is kind of nice. Um, uh, checking that cholesterol and getting your cholesterol uh, cleaned out of your body. Uh, you can tell if you have a cataract, look at the pupil. If you see a little hazy look to the pupil, that's cholesterol. So you can look at that if someone has a, a phone and a, and, a, and a flashlight. You know, start looking at that. Uh, but with the children, I'm going with the ANS big time. You know, and any type of pressure glaucoma, that's pressure. And that's not blood pressure. That's lymphatic pressure. And the problem with lymph pressure is acids. It's an acid pressure. It's edemic pressure. And nothing good comes out of that. That's why glaucoma leads into some very serious blindness and stuff like that. I've had blind people see again. Absolutely have. So, I mean, there's, there's been a lot of cases through the years, whether they're up on the YouTube somewhere or not, I don't know, you know, can't do it all, but truly, but what else you have to do but work on it? I mean, there's no remedy allopathically. Should I fast while cleansing to keep, uh, to cleaning to get, so to get out, you mean mucoid plaque or amyloid plaque or whatever? Well, mucoid plaque in the gut, amyloid in the brain. Well, yeah, I mean, most people that have never detoxed before, just eating raw food, you start to see that black stool come out, and you start seeing that black uh, kind of uh, necrotic stuff coming off the bowel wall. I remember that when you have a colonoscopy or endoscopy, all these guys blame it on the use of herbs. And one lady said, yeah, I had a colonoscopy, and she said it was all black, and they said, well, that's from you using herbs. And she said, I've never used herbs in my life. Now, what's your explanation? And Jensen had plenty of pictures. I mean, I've got them all over the place here. Plenty of pictures of mucoid plaque. Matter of fact, we've got a book over here from you guys sending me pictures of all the nasty plaque you get coming out of you. <laughs> yeah. So you want to clean that off? Of course, definitely. But then you've got to think interstitially in the bowel wall. And that's around the cells, of course, and that's lymphatic. And that gives you that little ridge, that what they call the autonomic nerve wreath. But that's, that's your bowel wall. And how thick that is determines how plaqued up you are and how much of a brown malabsorption ring you have around the pupil. You know, and the bigger the thickness you see around that, and the neat thing about it is it shows, it takes the outline of your gut. You can see where your prolapse, when you see that gut wall sink down toward the pupil, that's prolapsing. You see a V in that gut tissue, that's more spastic. 
and you start to see the reduction. And there's plenty of pictures we I think we have. I, th I don't know if we have some in my new book or not, but Jensen's got a lot in his book of colons. Oh, and what a normal colon, what, the, what is a normal colon today looks like. You got ballooned in one area, going down spastic in another area, dropped down prolapsed in other areas. I'm amazed that a lot of people can still poop, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's just getting in, and it's just not the gut. It's also getting the kidneys and adrenals, because anytime you see kidney and adrenal weakness, you always see kids with glasses, and you see the kidney marks and stuff, always. So you want to take in consider, consideration of that, also pituitary issues. Here we look at pituitary. So you're right with the GI tract, definitely go after the colon and stuff like that. And again, the relationship between the transverse, can't just clean the transverse, of course, but still, that's where it, but take a look at, get your iris pictures and take a look at what do you see? You see the cholesterol building up in your eye at 49 years young? Do you see cataracts? You know, see what that is, that sort of thing. And then the neurological system. Muscles, things like this, is all emphatically controlled. So the more agglomeration you get, the weaker the muscle or tendon or whatever. And so then you see other issues with eye muscles and stuff like that. All that can be strengthened up. But you've got to get in the body and clean it. Of course, this is a little away from the kidneys, and so it takes a while to get up in the head and clean it up, stuff like that. But look at all the brain lesions. Uh, I can't even tell you. Matter of fact, we were just looking at one, some, uh, uh, what was her name? She sent it in and showed you her thick, thick degenerative brain lesion and how she's reduced it way down in, a, in I don't know, what, a, a year or two. And uh, we've had so many cases of ALS and uh, uh, MS that had brain lesions, didn't have them anymore. Well, how do we get rid of a brain lesion? What's a brain lesion? And what side of chemistry do you think causes it? And it's not your blood. Acids. That's how you get degenerative cells. You can call a degenerative cell a cancer cell if you want, but it's a degenerative cell. Your question is, what caused it? It didn't just become degenerative because it became cancerous because it, well, I don't know. I didn't like that cell. <laughs> Stupid crap out there. But... Uh, should I fast while cleansing to get me prep? I'd also like to get a degree in holistic nursing. Yeah, I was telling you, there's, I don't know how many members they have now, but shoot, about 15, 20 years ago, I gave several lectures to a holistic nursing association up in uh, Sarasota, Florida. There was about 400 members back then. And nurses, great nurses, Nightingale type, you know, that uh, want to seriously help people, but are running against brick walls because pharmaceuticals don't cure. And matter of fact, the side effects and sometimes are very deadly to a person, obviously. Uh, the death rate is high and then chemotherapy is totally a criminal act. So all of this for a good nurse that understands more and has a more spiritual, deeper understanding, uh, they don't want any part of it, but yet they have that nurse nightingale syndrome, whether it's male, female, or whatever. And so they generally go into home health or something like that. But we need hospitals. We need naturopathic hospitals is what we need. And where they can uh, have holistic nursing and help people the right way with uh, colonics and things like this. You know, they become a colon therapist. A nurse can become a lot 
Now, a nurse can become so much of a healer, it's amazing. And I always thought these detox centers and uh, places like that were perfect for nurses, uh, especially those that learn a lot more about A&P and about uh, the lymph system and how it works. You guys are a shoe-in for that because you have experience with IVs, with feeding tubes and things like that. You don't get freaked out, uh, stuff like that, you know. And it, you just make for good healers, my opinion. But then you have the opposite nurse. You got the RN, two years of school that knows everything. They know everything. Can't talk to them. It's like talking to a wall. Oh, oh man. There were so many of those in the hospital. Oh, I used to get sick to my stomach. Because I'm working as a tech. I'm not working as a naturopath in a hospital. Even though oncology had my card and they would slip my card to the cancer people, you know. But uh, they had to do it discreetly. Ah, you know, do no harm. Mm -hmm. Right. This is Sylvia, 27-year young female in Germany. Shoot, Germany used to be a hot spot for healing. You know, essential oils and I don't know if they have all the springs and stuff, but, you know, uh, warm springs, stuff like this, nice earthly springs helpful for, uh, you know, body comfort, body massage, basically, and working with those things. Dog diet. Rabbit crap. I'm just telling you, dogs love rabbit doo-doo. But think about this. A rabbit is a vegetarian, basically, right? So it's pre-digested amino acids or proteins. Grass is. And so the doo-doo is very healthy for an omnivore. Very healthy. Uh, look at all these high-protein diets, and I have to say my dogs are the same way. It's hard to get good, good nutrition with, with meat. Meat is not what omnivores predominantly eat. But when you have dogs and stuff, you know, that's where you end up going. The problem is, then they get hip depletia sooner than later, and all the things start falling apart. They lose their kidneys. They only live to be about 10 to 15 years old, you know, where some of these dogs can go right on up. I hope you're doing well. Yeah. I am eating vegetarian since over 10 years and came to a fruit-based diet through you the last six months. Sylvia, you're a good lady there. I have so much energy <laughs> and feel better than ever. Yeah! I tell you, you have that, and you add your spirituality on that where you're learning how to control the mind, which likes to suck your energy away, and then your emotions like to suck your energy away, and you pull yourself into the now. Oh, crap! People can't take you. Too much energy. I've always said you get a, a, a higher being level like that, and it's like, oh, my God. I don't know what planet can handle them. <laughs> it's just amazing, you know, where humans can go. I'm hoping they have a chance to, to, to get to some of these places. But uh, this is cool stuff. Thank you for sharing all your knowledge. Oh, you, you betcha. It's fun stuff. I had so much energy. Like I said, I couldn't stay in my body. I had to go back to vegetables. I couldn't stay in my body. I, 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 I laid down and I'm out. I, I couldn't sleep. I didn't have a point where there was a little break for my body. If, I, I, I don't know. It just, I just, I don't know. I, I couldn't rest. And, and I was so young that 
it was it was something else. I mean, you can get out there where you're you are sparking and a barking. I'm telling you, <laughs> I tell you, I used to have I had my office store. Someone would come in and I'd be buzzing. Right? I remember one girl come in and she started talking to me. She says, "I, I got to get out of here. I'm about to leave my body." And I'm going, "Oh, I'm sorry," you know. So I learned to tone it down a little bit, you know, because people got to be able to handle you, then accept what you have to teach. And sometimes when you're way out there yourself, it's hard for people to understand that, you know, and I didn't want to alienate anybody, and I wanted people to learn and understand. So I kind of brought my energy down a little bit, but it was fun doing it. I was wondering what you think about our furry friend's diet. Again, I, I, my dog likes mushrooms. Uh, I've got two dogs. Uh, one is a uh, supposed to be in a teacup, but he's a little uh, 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 poodle Maltese, and then I, uh, he's fat little thing. Uh, he's uh, uh, I'd say he's probably 20, 20 25 pounds now, uh, but then I have a five pound uh, little white Chihuahua, and they're both white. But uh, uh, trying to get them eat other things, get them to eat fruit, get them to eat things that are not always proteins. Uh, but uh, my uh, uh, the uh, uh, Mocha I call, is his name. He's uh, uh, the uh, Poodle Maltese. He likes mushrooms. He he likes uh, fruits, some veggies, but uh, he's got a varied diet and. Very active, very awake, very aware, and I mean, looking at him, he, he talks to you with his eyes. You can, he can I mean, if you're if you're open and listening, he, you know, really, you're gonna give me that look, all kinds of things. And I mean, so their awareness too. I've always said, what's their next incarnation? Because I've seen incarnations of beings and stuff like that, and plants and stuff like that, and I've always wondered where the the next one is of a dog. But they become so humanized. And I wonder, are they going to go from a dog, an omnivore, to a frugivore? I mean, it's just amazing the awareness of some of these uh, these little beings, you know. But, uh, and of course, they love the healing salve, the skin burn salve. Holy crap, both of them do. They just suck it down. It's like, oh, you know, because, you know, oils are tough. And you're going, ah, oils, you know. It's amazing. Uh, but I've always thought pre-digested type of protein matter. I know a friend of ours had rabbits and both dogs went nuts and then I have a lot of rabbits out in the yard and they're always hunting rabbit crap. <laughs> it's like, really? But I was thinking about it, it's like really uh, pre-digested for them. When you look at omnivores and the, the idea of an omnivore being heavy meat eaters, is, I hope that's becoming dispersed a little bit because that's not true even bears if you keep watching all these shows bears are not high protein eaters and so uh you have to look at that high proteins is what hurts these animals and it hurts humans real bad because we're even at the high end of that at frugivores so we get hurt more by a protein high protein diet than any of the other ones but then if you look at cattle, you didn't see hoof and mouth and mad cow until they started feeding cows more proteins. And why would you feed a cow proteins for? That's ridiculous. I mean, we give them grains, of course, because what are grains? Fattening. They're starch. So why do we put uh, cattle on corn, feed them in the last month before you take them to market? To marble the meat with fat. If you don't, even a, just a grass-fed is heavy, heavy protein, heavy meat. 
So you give them the grains, they put a little marble, and of course a little marble fat in the meat makes it taste better, right? Anyway, that's a way of farming anyway, or was. I have been around farming since I was a young lad. Although, when I worked at the phone company, uh, I was in and out of slaughterhouses, and uh, that was sickening to me. I, uh, sickening. I could feel uh, very uh, empathic, and uh, it wasn't a good place for me to be. I do have a mini Aussie girl. She is two years old and gets vegan kibbles since a one year. I also add raw veggies and fruit on her food. I think that's perfect. Uh, she loves it and does very well on it. I think that's perfect. I really do, you know, because, again, the more you acidify any animal, anything, I don't care what it is, the more corrosive symptoms you see. I don't care what it is. And so you see the, cal the hips, the dysplasias, you see all the things where calcium is being lost. So it's just, you see this. And, of course, what's the universal weakness in canines? Kidneys. Well established. Well, that's their lymph system. Remember, I tell you that Dr. Poe, which I respect that guy. When you're an old veterinarian, man, you you've been around. Whew, that guy's been around. Well, he's a Dr. Brenda, the veterinarian that works for him. So there's this pit bull having a little cold and flu, probably fed a bunch of milk and shit. Who knows, right? But you know, going through a little detox and a lymph node swollen on the neck. She says, "Well, I'm going to cut this lymph node out and look it under the microscope and see what's wrong with it." Oh. No, Dr. Brendan, no. No. If you did, it's like, really? <laughs> so here's the pit bull. Now he's going to have lymphedema on the other side of that lymph node. I mean, the ignorance of the lymphatic system is extreme, allopathic. And that includes veterinarians, which I love veterinarians. You want a smart medical doctor, that's a veterinarian. But again... If you don't understand the lymphatic system and on all what we teach, even those are a little not uh, awake enough. And uh, that's, you know. But I watch all the veterinarians. Those are two black guys that are veterinarians. They're funny as all get out. Man, let me tell you, uh, there's a lot of veterinarian shows on Discover now. Good stuff. Now, you got to know how all animals are put together and everything. It's wild. These guys are smart. I have a good veterinarian friend. He just died of cancer. Wouldn't come to me. So, okay. Sorry. He was a good dude, too. He would never overcharge anybody. You know, another Dr. Poe, down to earth. Uh, would you recommend for dogs a fruit diet? Not exclusively. No, they're omnivores. I think a well-rounded, just what you're doing, I think a well-rounded diet. However, if you want to detoxify one, you could. Absolutely could, because there is detoxifying one. <laughs> I'll tell you about this girl that worked for us. Oh, man, her mother had this poodle. And, I mean, it's so typical, extreme arthritis, heavy uh, cataracts, stuff like that. You know, it was getting old. And so uh, one day uh, she come in, and there was this poodle that was looked like it. But just, you know, lively and just looked like it was a young poodle and all that. And I said, oh, what, your mom's dog die? And she said, no, this is him. I'm going, what? She said, this is him. <laughs> she was laughing about it. She detoxified him so, so much that he started foaming at the mouth. She said, I think I gave him too much lymphatic stuff. I said, yeah, uh, but 
<laughs> no cataracts, no arthritis. I mean, I was looking at a dog. Uh, her name was Fran. I actually put her up on YouTube so people could call her for help in what do you do with your animals because she was good at detoxifying animals. Uh, and it's like, man, alive. It's her bunny rabbits that we'd watch, and it was funny because she was an artist. Now, in fact, some of you have been to our old clinic. She painted that beautiful art picture on the wall. We lost it. But a uh, beautiful picture. You know, the pathway to the light and all the fruit trees around it. It's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah. But this dog, I mean, you're, my jaw went, boom. Whoa! Because, you know, you just, if you're not seeing something like that, what you can do with an omnivore, because sometimes dogs are really picky, and they're tough sometimes to get, get them to like certain things, and so, to me, they've been hard, and I'm not, I'll be honest with you, I'm not good with that sort of thing, with animals. I'm one of those daddy type, oh, here you go. But, uh, yeah, amazing amazing gave her gave that dog a fruit diet and i mean the cataracts were gone the arthritis was gone like that lady with her fingers in the in that picture amazing stuff the body realigns itself from the opposite side of chemistry that, that mutated it and that's true with all the animal species i remember listening to this one uh, it was island america and this lady was hell bent on this uh this GB or whatever growth hormone they were giving them so they could produce more milk. And, of course, it was blistering the udders. It was doing all kinds of things. And so this one farmer was on there. Man, she hated him because he was telling how that growth hormone was so bad. But then another farmer was talking about he gave his, his cows uh, urine-soaked newspaper. And I'm listening to this guy talking on the on the show, and I'm going, "What in the hell is wrong with you? Are you talking out of the side of your mouth like this?" I mean, Jesus criminy! First of all, you got all the ink and everything, but why would you give a cow urine-soaked newspaper for proteins? Uh, you know, I don't. You know, it's all sick. As far as I know, I'm glad I was raised farmers. Now, we weren't exclusively farmers. We had horses, and I didn't like farming back. <laughs> I'm a young kid. What, what do you like about farming? And uh, uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. for Oh, thanks, sweetheart. Germany, Sylvia. Thank you, sweetie. That's what I think. And the herbs, you know, and that's the beauty about it. Give them the herbs. If you have to squirt them in their mouth, so what? But give them the herbs. That's really helpful, especially if you can't get them to change their diet. At least give them the herbs and look for There's a lot of food out there, a lot of raw food you can get online, I know. A lot of our local health food or uh, dog or animal stores, pet stores, have uh, better levels of food to them. I've tried all kinds of those and with the blueberries and the uh, and the uh, sweet potatoes and all this added to it. And yeah, my uh, poodle likes the sweet potatoes, but doesn't love them, you know. So, I don't know. But I uh, I am uh, commend you for your work with your animals. I just love that. I remember that I've helped detoxify a nurse's uh, hamsters. A uh, friend of mine had a rat, He deto uh, a snake, he detoxified the snake, and the snake lost its whole skin. 
Uh, I had a medical doctor that raised llamas. I helped him with that. I've had horses, of course, detoxify horses for years. Uh, all kinds of animals. Yeah, fun stuff, you know, but a lot can be learned with that. I'd love to see these holistic veterinarians get away from medical holistic, get into some serious botanicals and stuff for their horses. But you're talking about large animals, you know. This is uh, Lena, a uh, female from the UK, 38, um, acid reflux, anemia, weight loss, pins and needles, muscle loss. So all of those things, all right, from acid reflux, well, that gives it away right there. The first word out describes the rest of your, your problems. So acid, and then you can go from there. Reflux, anemia, weight loss, pins and needles, muscle loss. Now, anemia and weight loss, what do you think? Major malabsorption, major malabsorption going on. So to have malabsorption, what do you have to have? Not only mucoid plaque, probably, no question about that. And you can get that black stuff, and you can also get that thin, viscous stuff. Absolutely. Uh, between a protein diet and, and grains. Grains are where the worst to put on plaque on the wall. Oh, yeah. It plaques you up big time. And man eats grains all the while. But, uh, of course, anemia, you're just not absorbing. And I'm going to go to where else am I going to go for anemia? Not just the liver, right? I get that. Where else are you going to go? Where do you metabolize a lot of your chemistry? Your adrenal glands. So I'm going to go to this uh, lady's adrenal glands and her kidneys. You know, to be malabsorbed, you're lymphatically backed up. So you know there's the kidneys and adrenals. So I'm going to keep taking you down to kidneys and adrenals. Now, acid reflux. I might go over to your pancreas. We talked about that, I think, on the last video or so. If you're not producing enough bicarbonate and you're eating meats and stuff, you're in, in instigating hydrochloric acid. If you can't neutralize hydrochloric acid, it's going to blow back on you. But you're also going to block the rest of a digestion because neutral acids and bases neutralize each other. Look at electrons and protons. What's that electron fields and what does protons do? Is suck the electrons out? Absolutely. Now, of course, you've got all the stabilization of all that and stuff like that. But when you study it, first you go, well, wait, how, how does chemistry stabilize itself? But when you look at that, it's just simple. One side neutralizes the other side. But that ought to help you to understand why when you're acidic, you need to jump on the alkaline side of chemistry and why that works. You know, it's no voodoo. It's no mystery. You only have two sides of chemistry, and when you're acidic, you have all the symptoms of just what you said. Acids right there describe the reflux and everything else. Well, your body's designed to neutralize this. You've got high, uh, bicarbonate there and the pancreatic duct. So that was suggestion that there could be there could be some pancreatic issues. Well, to have pancreatic issues, how do you suppress the cells that produce bicarbonate? How do you suppress any pancreatic enzymatic function? Lymphatic system. Well, where am I going for that? I'm going back down to the kidneys and adrenals again. Or over. Yeah. I mean, I, this takes you to the lymphatic system each and every time. You can't go to the blood. So pins and needles, yeah, you're getting neuropathies and things like that. Which system am I going to run to? Blood? No. I want more blood flow, more oxygenation. Unless I'm exclusively eating proteins, and then I'm saturating my uh, blood with proteins. What's the other way you get acids? 
smoking, whether it's weed, uh, cigarettes, cigars, I don't care, whatever you're smoking, even if you take herbs and burn them. I used to sell herbal blends in my health food store, not realizing that, of course. I was young. Herbal blends to smoke. Yeah, no. Teas, but you don't smoke anything because anything you combust turns into absolutely acids, carbon dioxide and the like. Well, you bring all that into the blood, the blood has to be alkaline. If the blood is not alkaline, dear ones, you're not alive. So you've got, you've got blood is alkaline and then your lymph it deals with the acids. It's that simple. That's why your diet has to be electron rich, which is all your electrolyte rich foods. What are those? Fruits, berries, melons, and vegetables. Your grain, I'm sorry about that, your grains, your beans, your uh, proteins, those are on the acid ash side. And anything you cook, not all your vegetables that you cook, but certainly a lot of the foods like dairy products, you cook them and whoo -hoo, you brought them to the acid side of chemistry and you coagulated them. You saturated the lipids, the proteins, and now you got a more of a concentrated food that your body can't. Plus, what's this giving a cow's milk, a huge herbivore milk to a little baby uh, uh, frugivore infant? Look at the rapid growth of a baby calf compared to our, our children. Hello. Crazy. Like I said, you know, back in the day, we did recommend goat over cow. And I still say, if you want to feed your infants another milk besides your own, go, go get some milk from a primate. And good luck trying it. So muscle loss, same way. Same way. You might be eating proteins and proteins and losing muscle. And again, this is going back to lymphatic problems. And lymphatic problems is acid problems. And how do you break down cells? Acids. Both sides of chemistry don't break you down. And you're going to pass out if you get a two alkalosis going or ketoacidosis. You're going to pass out long before you die. Over a month ago, I had critical low sodium and potassium. Where are we going? Where are we going for the sodium? Oh, adrenal glands, salt cravers. Oh, where are we going to the potassium? Oh, the kidneys. Your sodium potassium pump. So now you're looking at the ability of a cell, the, the wall, uh, permeability of, of a, a cell wall, the ability of a cell to take in nutrition. So now that's off. So that's more, I don't want to use malabsorption, but in a way you could. You know, so in all ways, at the cellular level and at the blood level, you're losing the ability to bring in electrical chemistry. And then, of course, you're retaining acids, which is breaking down muscle. It'll break down your bone tissue, too. And then, of course, you're bumping the liver on that. And, of course, with the adrenals, then you have metabolism problems with iron and everything else. So you can blame the liver, but I would the liver's just going to be a victim of this. So I'm going to I'm going to go where I'm going to go kidneys and adrenal glands. I'm going to look at the other endocrine glands. I'm going to look at the parathyroid, of course, and calcium related issues. Uh, I'm going to get start pulling and, and hydrating the body. I'm going to move to an alkaline food ingestion. I'm going to go to a high fruit diet, fruit berries and melons. That's a great place to be. Now you got a, a wide variety of food sources. It's not like you're starving. You look at all the fruit availability. Look at all the melons. Look at all the berries. You got a huge variety of food there. If you have to have a salad once in a while, okay. 
but you want to fix your sewer system. And that'll fix the pancreas. Yeah, I would take herbs for the pancreas or liver gallbladder at least. I would probably go to the liver gallbladder first. That's your barber's family, high in iron, stuff like this, of course, if you have to think that way. And then, of course, that's going to bump on the pancreas. But again, you're talking about cells and their ability to produce and form and ability to, to be. And what destroys a cell's ability to be a cell? Acids. Well, where do acids come from? Your diet, the uh, effects of the digestion or metabolism of your diet, the activity of cells. So all these ways is how you form acids. Are you, the question is, are you getting rid of the acids you're producing or you're ingesting? Are you getting rid of them? And the big answer in your case is nope. I got a boom mic coming. Get away from this sensitive uh, area there. I need to put that on a piece of foam or something. Uh, restored with uh, drips twice in one week. Yeah, see? That, these are only temporary hiccups. And you can't do that because the real problem is your body's ability to metabolize and utilize this chemistry. And you're looking at kidney weakness and adrenal glands. And that's that, of course, that ties you into all the other things. Why acid reflux and, you know, why anemia, why weight loss, pins and needles. Because of anything that breaks down your nervous system, guess what we're talking about? The lymphatic system again. Very stressful experience in hospital as I am all pro-nature and watch your videos and love my fruits. Yeah, you're going to have to go after your kidneys and adrenal glands, honey, and I'm going to submit your pancreas and probably liver gallbladder. But again, one formula can do both for now. The sad thing is, since hospital, I was not going stronger with my healthy foods, become anemic, and developed acid reflux. Yeah. Well, you just turn that around. And with acid reflux, you're going to have to stay away from the uh, fruits that are more acidic, like your oranges and stuff like that, unless you can get some real sweet, sweet navels. But you're going to go to your apples, your red delicious apples, not your Granny Smiths. You're going to go to your red delicious sweet apples. Uh, make yourself some nice applesauce or uh, apple juice. Um, uh, you can use slippery elm, marshmallow, mullein. Use these type of herbs. Our stomach tea is designed totally for acid reflux, totally for cancer of the stomach. All these things that the stomach tea is made for like that. little uh, pancreatic hiccup with it is good too. Uh, all these things help to pick up things and I may put those in the tea. Uh, very helpful to sip on that. Uh, but sip on it. You know, you don't have to chug it down, but sip on these things. But change your, change your chemistry of what you're eating on. And I submit that you really got to go deeper into detoxification get your kidneys filtering check your adrenal glands your blood pressures you know you want to these are some of the things you can kind of watch but the eyeball ruskies the iridology pictures have a better better view of it so get into the eye pictures and see what's going on there and see how bad your liver looks or your pancreas looks things like that and develop acid the stomach cannot close properly so currently eating small uh, portions of cooked food is fresh all hurts so much that is when you have to use the, the teas. You have to get into the stomach tea. I submit you get the stomach tea and start drinking that. If you can't get access to that, get uh, slippery elm, marshmallow, uh, mullein, uh, you know, things like fenugreek, stuff like this. 
and use that as your buffering base. Uh, you can use aloe vera uh, as well, and that's very healing to the mucosa, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, so you could take the antispasmodic for the spasms, or you could, you're going to ulcerate your tissues. You're going to burn your tissues. Uh, so again, you have to stay away from all forms of protein, of course, very important. Uh, pains from the bowels, yeah, you probably have like an IBS. I mean, you're inflamed all through your gut. And that can be interstitial. Well, we're back to your kidney and adrenals and why you're in sodium potassium problems. You're going to go back to those tissues of the kidneys and the adrenal glands. And of course, there's the adrenals with, uh, with anti-inflammatories, steroids that are anti-inflammatories to help you there too. So I submit that's where your problems are predominantly, and you're just going to have to move yourself in a raw diet. Uh, if you have to do raw veggies, okay. Use cucumber uh, uh, juice and things like that. It'll be very helpful, very cooling and soothing to the mucosa. But you've got to use herbs. And the teas, this is where the teas come in beautifully, even though you have to uh, steep, uh, steep them up a little bit. They're very mucosic uh, uh, responsive and settle you down. You can use the antispasmodic to help neurologically. But again, you're getting pins and needles, so you're getting neuropathies. You know, you're breaking down the, the, the myelin sheaths and stuff. And again, I go to the adrenal glands and low neurotransmitters, watch your blood pressure, stuff like this. In a case like this, it can be high, but it's a pseudo high because it's really going to be real low. You know, you have real low sodium potassium uh, usage, you're going to see low blood pressure, and that's going to hiccup on the autonomic nervous system. And weaken the myelin sheaths and very sensitive to necroticism, stuff like this, of course, with acids building up. My question is, if I start with healing the gut first, no, 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 no. You want to go with it all together. Uh, even you should be able to tolerate number one in our uh, GI Renew. I wouldn't do GI Broom right now, a little aggressive, but GI Renew. If not, go to the stomach uh, tea, like I said, the healing tea, or the burn skin tea. All that's for burns. And what burns? acids. You can argue high alkalis. That's not what we're dealing with. We're dealing in acids. Oh, here I go. Uh, I use marshmallow and thinking of getting some licorice root too. Yeah, especially if you have low blood pressure. Here comes our sweet licorice. Mm -hmm. And it helps to enhance neurotransmitters and also a steroid use. It's an anti-inflammatory in and of itself. So licorice root, excellent in their thinking. Because currently, all of the blood work showed things normal, as they say. Thyroid, kidney, liver. Yeah, I like to see what normal is, you know. I mean, you can send your blood work in here and uh, let me look at it on the air here. And, and uh, give note that we've talked about this before, and I'll go over your blood work. But it's got to be in, in English. I can't read the blood work of other countries when you're uh, dealing in the... Uh, uh, they are making me more tests to see. If, see, and they'll test you, test you, test you. could have internal bleeding. Yeah, why not? You know, you should see it in a urinalysis, see blood in the urine. But this is just because you're very sensitive mucosically. You're, you're burning your mucosa up. And, of course, you're going to get small capillary bleeds, absolutely, just like you can in the lungs. But it's just acids hanging around too long. But that's why you have to work on just what you're doing. Marshmallow and use licorice if you have to. 
uh, uh, anything like that with the herbs. Our teas have a, a combination. I put in there marshmallow slippery on, but I also put gentian and some other things to hiccup a little bit, some high potency uh, aloe in the proper uh, area there. So things like that to help enhance immune cells, that sort of function. But again, going after kidney and adrenals, key essential to this, I'm telling you, because you're looking at lymphatic problems big time. And how bad? See, so if you send me a picture of your eyes and then an English uh, side of your blood work, I can go over it with you. And we can take a look at your creatins and things like this. But you want to look at your buns and your creatins. You want low, 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 low creatins and low, low buns. Uh, and for uh, celiac, I do not use any gluten-containing products anyway. Thanks very much for your time and support. Oh, you're welcome, honey. Yeah, let's see how you rock. But you can't avoid raw foods because you're in that position. You've got to use the herbal teas to buffer that. You can use herbs. Now, these are alcohol-based herbs, and they can get a little hit there with the alcohol. You can use the glycerin-based ones if you need to, but you can let the alcohol burn itself or evaporate itself off a little bit and then take it with the stomach tea to buffer that even. Be helpful with that. But you've got to get in there and get those kidneys and adrenals up and performing. That's endocrine uh, gland formulas. That's kidney formulas. That's uh, adrenal formulas. You might be able to take a glandular without too much of a hiccup, even though it's a protein, but it's a low, low dose. Any way to start increasing function of these tissues. Sometimes you get yourself in a rock like this, you can get to where you can't even drink water, honey. And that's, uh, that's way out there. I've had so many cases where we've had to spoon feed them herbal teas and eventually get them back, get them, get them, get them where they can tolerate more food and then more food, 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 and then work them back that way because you can get gastroparesis and all types of paralysis of the stomach out of this. There's all ways that you can go that you don't want to go. So, yeah, working on it, I commend you. Keep working on it. Hopefully, all this information will be helpful to you. And if not, get a hold of uh, the clinic here and make an appointment and get some eye picks going and see if we can help you that way. Sensitive microphone. This is Thomas from the United States of America, 30 years young. I can vaguely remember when I was 30. Holy crap. Five foot nine, 170 pounds. Ooh, overview. From bladder and back pain to head problems, shakiness, and temp control issues. Well, I'm back from the back side up. Temp control issues are going to go to thyroid. You're only 5'9", but doesn't mean you can't have a pituitary problem. So always look at that, you know, just in case. Because you can work on your thyroid, and thyroid and just seem to be frustrated because things are not getting better, but it's really your pituitary suppressing that. But with that said, you're going to look at your thyroid gland. So see if you had your tonsils removed, how congested are you here, and then the sinuses and things like that. Uh, the lower back, of course... Bladder and kidneys, you're going to L4, L5 down. You start picking up your kidneys, bladder, prostate, the female, the ovaries, and the uterus. So it's all lower back, you know, and that stuff. Then you start seeing the deterioration of the lower back. But in reality, it's the kidneys and bladder and that that's going down first. To fix lower back, you always have to fix the organs and glands. And to fix those is to fix what? Ah, that broken record again. The lymphatic system. I mean, you only have blood... Nerve and length. So, but in kidneys and bladder, you're looking right at the lymph system. 
you know, and you don't know the condition of the lymph nodes that deal with the bladder because all have to travel through the lymph nodes if you want to not pee 3 pH. You know, most cell metabolic acids are 3 pH, or most cell acids are 3 pH. And that's enough to degenerate a cell. So why would you give someone 2 or 1.5 pH 10 to 15 times hotter? Oh, no reason at all but to terminate the humans? Just saying. For 19 years now, I have burning... 19 years you've had a burning... Holy crap. I mean, you're lucky you don't have degenerative bladder, degenerative kidneys. They were going to call that cancer, but it's degenerative. And, uh, I mean, when you burn that long, whew, holy moly. I'm surprised you don't have a lot of fatty bladder stuff going on there. And stinging pain in my bladder and urethra. Oh, yeah. Uh, and mid to lower back spasms and stiffness. I'm not surprised at all. 19 years carrying that, you know, and you're 30. My guess is you were born with that. You were born with bladder or kidney weakness. You weren't filtering where you're, well, your lymphatic system was backed up when you were born. My guess. Uh, but when you're feeling burning for 19 years, you're getting yourself in trouble. I can't imagine you don't have cholesterol problems at 30, you know, uh, uh, because you either have cholesterol or stones. My side went to stones. Because that's how you get stones, you know, inflame the, 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 the cells, you know. And then, of course, kid, uh, calcium is anti-inflammatory or antacids. Your cholesterol is antacid. And, of course, the stiffness of the lower back. And then, of course, then breaking down L4, L5 and below, you start having herniated discs. You start having uh, compression. Uh, your, your lymph nodes on your going down your groin and your hips swell up and in pain, sciatica pain down the legs. This all fits into one big agglomeration of, of lymphatic and acidosis. And to get yourself free of that, you've got to do just what we've been teaching here. You know, get yourself on a changed diet. Um, again, when you have that much pain, I highly recommend that uh, stomach tea or the skin burn tea, whatever we call it now, uh, for helping uh, with that, uh, that burn. You got, that's when these sweet herbs come in and help us a lot. Slippery elm, marshmallow, um, mullion, um, uh, all of them like that. Aloes. All of these things are anti-inflammatory with help. But you got to get into the fruits, you know, and the berries. Of course, the berries are very strong when on your bladder and kidneys when you're highly inflamed. You might go into, like I said, the cucumber juices and some of the minor greens maybe a little bit to maybe add some help that's not as aggressive. Because fruits are aggressive. There's no question about it. That's when you would get into maybe mangoes, uh, like I say, your, your sweet apples, uh, things like that. Um, if you can tolerate uh, avocados, a lot of anti-inflammatory help there. Anything anti-inflammatory is basically antacid. Inflammation is simply your body's immune response. Inflammation is never the problem. It's the response to the problem. The problem is always going to be one side of chemistry or the other. And in, in a human works, it's always acids that are the predominant issue, not alkalis. 
but throughout the years, my back has been getting increasingly stiffer and no doctor or CAT scan has been able to help me. That's because you're getting very agglomerated and you're just turning into a rock. Remember that uh, Celine Dion's going through that? And then, of course, there's the uh, stiff person syndrome, but then there's the uh, rock uh, person syndrome. You turn into a friggin' rock. And that's exactly what you see tumors. Start out pliable, and then you can feel a tumor, and then some of these ladies don't know any better. They get uh, uh, biopsies and stuff, and pretty soon their tumors get harder and harder and redder and redder, and the nipples start decaying. The tissues start exposing themselves and ulcerating. That's what acids do to you. They harden you up like a friggin' rock, and then they rip you apart, or your, your form, your physical form, not you, but they don't make the experience for you any fun, so you get stiff and hard. That's all acidosis. That's not alkalosis. That's acidosis, and it's going back to your kidney and adrenal gland problems, probably born, like I say, uh, uh, with those. So you really want to Go after those kidneys with kidney formulas, your endocrinology here. Of course, you're already saying that you're having temperature control. So now we're at the thyroid where you can go up and down. You're going to have like the hypo-hyper syndromes. Uh, in heart work, we call it bradytachy, where your heart can slow down in bradycardia and then speed up into tachycardia and then slow down into... And you know, I'm going to the thyroid uh, every time. And, of course, you're going to have temperature changes because it controls the rate of metabolism, which then controls uh, oxidation, but it also controls body temperatures. And you get into that long line of things that the thyroid does. But now we've got the parathyroids along with them. There's your calcium utilizations, right? So that's structure. That's nerve transmission. That's all kinds of things. So uh, form, you know, your bones, your skeletal systems. Your connective tissue. So you're seeing all these things deteriorate in front of your eyes and you're only 30 years young. So yeah, you get hard as a rock. And CAT scans can't see uh, glomulation until it's really agglomulated. You know, by the time you get a tumor out of it or you're really getting hard, then pretty soon they can see hardened structures to a point where radiation bounces back and gives them a picture. But, you know, this, people all the time get x-rays. They've got pain in their shoulders or something. And I hear this throughout the years. And you've been had an x-ray and the medical x-ray says, ah, there's nothing there. It's in your head. Really? They came to you because it's in their head. So, oh, cuckoo. No. And it's all acidosis. And it's agglomulation or stagnation, if you will, of the lymphatic system. And that all comes from the inability to discharge or eliminate your byproducts or your waste from 100 trillion cells. You can't get rid of your, your waste from the production of cells, whether it's the activity of movement, the activity of metabolism, of respiration, or even, uh, you know, like I say, uh, all the breaking down of your nutrition and the use of your nutrition. <clears throat> all the carcasses are always acids. So if you can't get rid of acids... What do you think the picture's going to show? Right here. Stiffness, tightness. Same thing, you work out in the gym, you haven't worked out too much, or you live a sluggish lifestyle, and you know you work out, and you get stiff and sore from workout. That's all retention of acids. 
It's when you can work out and work out and work out and work out and you're just as flexible as you ever were and there's no retention of acid. That's good kidney filtration. You eliminate what you're creating. It's when you're not eliminating what you're creating that you're getting stiff and tight from it. Then it happened. About two years ago, I woke up one day and felt horrible, almost like I had the flu. Well, you really need to have the flu a lot, a lot longer, a lot before then. But I wasn't sick at all. Old symptoms that I've had my whole life went from tolerable to intolerable overnight, and new symptoms appeared, including head fog that feels like I'm hanging out upside down like a bat. Temperature control is, yeah, you're losing your autonomic, you're losing your nervous system. And you could be losing some of the central nervous system. You could be getting, uh, I hate to be negative, but you could be getting brain lesions and all kinds of, the retention of acids leads us into the whole world of what medical doctors think and call diseases. And what you see on scans and everything else, it's chemistry. And it's chemistry staying at home. But you're understanding the lymphatic system, which no other does. And if you don't understand this lymphatic system like we teach it, you're like a, 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 a human in the darkness. You can't see anything. You don't know. But once you understand there's a sewer system that's bigger than your blood system that's around almost every cell that you've got, or at least every cell has access to it, and that it infiltrates everywhere, and then it's a lipid-based system, and it's your sewer system, and it deals with acid removal in the body, and you don't remove acids, and look up acids and see what agomulation means and see what cationic means, and that's just what you're in. And to have a remedy to that, you've got to bring in the other side of chemistry. Your diet has to stop immediately and go to the anionic side. You have to go to fruits, berries, melons, and, and veggies and deal with how you manipulate through that repertoire of food considering the problems, like we're talking about a lot of acid reflux. Sometimes you can't just jump on orange juice or, or do a lemon fast. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh, you'll go, you'll hit the moon. you got to soothe everybody down, quiet this acid anger that you've got in your body. And the only way you do that, that's where our little precious, the sweetheart magic herbs come in. Like we're talking about, cyprium and marshmallows, especially for gut inflammation. But this is interstitial. It's around every cell, around every muscle, in the fingers. Look at the lymphatic system. My, all my charts are way over there, but look at the lymphatic system in the finger. We showed you that one. It's amazing, the lymphatic capillaries. And imagine those becoming agglomerated. Then you start to see the mutation of the fingers. And you start getting like this, and then neuropathies. You can't numbness, you can't feel. You're, then your herniated disc in your back and everything else. It just is there, and all this works up into the head. Well, when it affects your, your, your uh, endocrinology, that's when you start having serious problems, and that's what you're talking about here. You can have the storm. They call it the thyroid storm or whatever, you know, but the storm, in other words, there's a certain point you went along, went along, and this has been slowly developing, slowly. You know, you feel a little tighter one day over there, but slowly, slowly, and then BAM! Yeah, yeah, and then the shit hits the fan, pardon my French. And that's what's happened to you. And then you get into neurological problems, the back of the neck, you, all this starts going, you start losing vision, uh, you start getting again into seizures or seizure type shakes, tremors, 
Uh, look at the older people down here. They're sitting there holding a couple of them like this. Uh-uh. Uh, shakeness in the hands and core, super stiff upper and lower back. Oh, yeah. I had to quit working and totally devote myself to getting better. I've always tried to do things naturally and not take medicine. But you've been treating naturally. And treating naturally is as not as bad, of course. I, I, you always want to treat naturally if you're going to use that mentality of treatment. But treatment does not lead to cures. Never does, never will. No, because you're talking about systemic problems. And you're talking about a fluid-based system, a huge one that no one understands well except you guys now. And that's what your problems are. And that is controlled by kidneys and adrenals. Of course, that's the lower back. And you start tying it all together. And I've tried through all these videos to show you the big picture of it all. Tying all this together with the backs and how you feel all these different parts and how they're related to different tissues. And pretty soon, that's why I did my live classes and stuff. I started teaching classes way back, not just out of body, but nutrition and health classes, herbology, basically, and detoxification, not nutrition. Uh, however, after the, the first 12 months of no relief with natural methods, except for acupuncture, which has been helpful, I decided to take medication. Gabapitin? Oh, Lord. And uh, I don't know this other one. But that went south with adverse side effects. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, you're in trouble. So I withdrew from it after six months. Man, you've been going long-term with this stuff. Then I stumbled across your website and started watching your videos. After about one day of watching your videos, I made sense to me, so I started eating raw, mainly fruits, and have been doing so for two months. Wow, I'm seeing great differences already. Yeah, that's what it takes, young man. Yeah, but it shows you what we talk about is truth. And boy, I tell you, if you need help, just let us know. Uh, this is giving me so much hope. And you will have hope because you can go from Hellville to what? Wellville, baby. Hellville to Wellville. And that's what you're doing, son. You're taking yourself from Hellville and you're doing it. You're taking life in your own hands. You're learning. You're not letting your mind control and, and the limitation of uh, conditioned thought. And you're opening up and understanding. And that's truth always is uh-huh. And you're learning truth here. And if the truth is in the pudding. You, you get the results from it. If I'm not getting results as a spiritual nature path, why would I keep going down the same road? I ask that to my medical friends. You don't get results. Why do you keep going down the same road of learning? Why do you keep holding on to the same concepts and precepts? You got to change. You got to open up that conditioned mind and take a look at what else is out there because what you've learned isn't doing it. And this is a great example. This is a good case for all of you to look at this. And this, this young man, uh, uh, Thomas, is, gives you a lot to look at because this is exactly what, how it is. And he's only 30 years young. Imagine he never found us and there was never any of you guys teaching out there either. Imagine humans would not have a chance at all. The annihilation of the human race. And it wouldn't be just by vaccinations. Ooh. Another guy died from it. I mean, you're seeing people dying right and left. Flip-flop. No, we don't know why. 
Really? More and more and more coming out. Lion Fauci, they're really going after her with Facebook, I mean with uh, Twitter and all that. And of course, they're going to go after the lion son of a gun. What a liar. What a... But explain to me, Dr. Fauci, why you have pictures of you and Obama in Wuhan lab two years before the pandemic started. Why do you have a lecture of you? That's on my website. Why do you have a lecture to your colleagues two years before the pandemic, warning them in two years you're going to have a pandemic? Why would you know that, Fauci? You know, one of the most corrupt medical doctors you've ever met. I can't believe you'd sell your soul. Sell your soul, because the karma's got to be bad. Holy crap. Oh, I, I don't remember saying that. I don't remember saying that. You see the deposition he gave? What a piece of crap human. Well, I mean, you have to pay the price for it, and so is so many other souls, though, and it's like, you just, if you understood karma, yikes! Yikes! But, I'm proud of you, man. I'm really proud of you. Love comes to you. I mean, these are the people I love here that, that are willing to uh, open up and learn and take it on and go, you know what, let me try it. You, sometimes you reach the end of your world and you're just, you know, you're going down and going down and you just try it. Oh, look, I'm going up, I'm going up. Hell build a well build, my friend. I'm willing to go as far as I need to in order to get back. And you need to. Oh, hell yeah. And this is where you need to get a picture of your iris. Uh, we've even had teach you online here on, on some of these free videos, uh, you know, how to read an iris and help you to see where you're at with that. But you already know from all our teachings that you're in an acidic uh, problem, your lymphatic system's probably a you-know-what house mess. Uh, you just have to keep working on that. Keep hydrating yourself. Uh, keep loosening yourself up. Uh, that'll, that'll break down and heal any lesions there and help the nervous system. That'll, you know, going after your kidneys, adrenals are, are key essential. Going after the gut and cleaning it up. But going after kidneys, adrenals is uno number one. Going after your endocrinology is important to me. Uh, brain and nerve formulas would be good. Increase blood flow through the body, you probably have some restrictions there. It's all about affordability, of course, but at the same time, you want to really kind of focus in on this and uh, get your life back, because at 30, you live in hellville, son, and that's not good, not at all. Whew, sad. But you're coming home to Wellville. Yay! Good, and I'm taking many of your herbs. Do you recommend a great fast? Absolutely do. Absolutely do. do it. Go on a grape diet. Uh, I see tiny amounts of mucus in the urine. Oh, yeah, baby. That's what you want to see. You want to see the mucus that's stored everywhere start coming out, out of your stools, out of your urine, out of your nose, out of your throat. And any other hole you got. <laughs> uh, but should I see sediment? Absolutely should see sediment. But the mucus is a good start. Good start. Yeah, baby. Sediment. You're doing good, my friend. My love goes out to you. Uh, what's the best way to get the kidneys to filter? Good question. Just what you're doing. Kidney herbs. Uh, I hear dates are good. Someone said dates are good for the adrenal glands. So medjool dates are always good. Uh, but uh, the fruit diet, the stringent diet, uh, grapes, of course, and kidney, like I said, kidney formulas. Uh, depends how bad they are. Uh, but it sounds like you're starting to see sediment. I've used kidney glandulars before, but that's when you see degenerative kidneys. 
Uh, thank you, Dr. Morris, and your whole team over there for it. Yay! Well, we're back and going now. But uh, thanks to you, my friend, for hanging in there. And I feel for you. But you'll get your whole life back. I, I've tried to show you regenerative cases. Look at our Dr. Morris. And now, trying to simplify everything, Marco, yeah, I just love you guys. have done a great job. drmorris.health, and all our sites are under there. Uh, you can go to anywhere from that site. So drmorris.health, a uh, great place to go now. He's kind of condensed everything. But on Dr. Morris TV, you'll see uh, regenerative videos. And to see what we've done neurologically in every other case, what you guys have done on yourselves, it's just friggin' amazing. I can sit here and talk about cases all day long. I've had thousands of them. And I know some of them seem bizarre, but we've got the evidence there. I've got x-rays here. You've got uh, testimonies out the butt. And it's like, uh, jump in, have some fun. You know, start to feel good. Because at 30 years young, you want to feel good. I can't imagine you feeling so bad at 30 years old. Holy crap, my friend. Thomas, you got to get that, uh, you got to become that male warrior, right? And you're doing it. Get all that stiffness, tightness, regeneration of any tissue that's uh, degenerated on you. And that's easy to do. Your body loves to regenerate itself. It's not just a degenerative universe. That's medical thinking. There's no hope. But in, in due respect, there's, there's no hope in treatment in natural things. If you treat, you're never successful at getting yourself cured. There's no curative value in the word treatment. Detoxification is how nature works. But to detoxify, you have to move yourself into appropriate chemical uh, ingestion. And that's into your fruits, your berries, your melons for the homo sapiens. But the vegetables, okay. But I say the botanical kingdom is our sweethearts. And that's we've got ourselves so involved, the human species, in acidosis and the degenerative cycles that you really want to, you know, work on with the botanicals. Picture of the iris. See where you are. That gives you an insight view of where you are. If you have enough money, take the iridology course. Knowing how to read the eyes, you have an inside seat to the body that allopathy has not. No x-ray has. No CAT scan has. You've got an inside view like nothing else. And one of the biggest views is what? Your lymphatic system. We brought out lymphatic iridology. I brought that out a lot of years ago. No one knew lymphatic iridology. You can really see it. Jensen didn't even know it. And you can see it. You can see just how bad you are, lymphatically speaking, your physical body. But separate yourself again spiritually from your bodies. Let's see, we got time for one more. Ah, Jessica. Sweden. You Swedes. I love you guys. No vaccine, or vaccine mandates. You guys are fighting this other crap really good. I love you Swedes. You must have some really good governments there because what is it? It was just in the news. Sweden's not going to take part of it. It's like, yeah, smart. Yeah, you guys are something else. Of course, Sweden, don't you have a lot of like health spas and stuff like that there? I had a guy who was a medical doctor. He wanted to go over and buy some property in Sweden or somewhere. And I think he found an old, old sawmill or something. He was going to turn it into a health spa. God, that was 
20 years ago or 30 years ago. Whew, just now remembered that guy. From New York, I think. Anyway, this young lady is 33 years young. She has eczema and receding gums. Caused by the same side of chemistry? Absolutely. So you know by the time your gums are receding, you're, you're degenerating your cells. You're breaking down your tissue. And because gums, muscle, what's the difference? You know, you lose your muscle, you lose your gums, you lose your teeth, because you're going to lose calcium out of your teeth, and they're going to get translucent and lighter and lighter. Abscesses, you know, start going down that road, of course. And then, of course, the eyes are right here. So there goes all that problems. And then what's behind there? Ah, oh, the autonomic and the central nervous. So then you got your cerebellum and mastoid. Then you got equilibrium. You just go into all kinds of things. You know, hearing loss, vision loss, macro degeneration. You get into all kinds of problems like that. Yeah. And so the, uh, the, the eczema is just, that's just showing you you're not, you're, you're just not eliminating well. But that's your skin, which is an eliminative organ, so I submit that you're looking at thyroid problems. But then you're already up here, see? And when you're up here lymphatically, you're here lymphatically. And you've got tonsils, you've got uh, adenoids, right? And then you've got, uh, you've got your voice box, and then you've got your thyroid and parathyroid glands. So, yeah, that's serious because then that's your skeletal system, connective tissue of the body, and you start getting into all kinds of problems and you get into depression. You know, depression is thyroid, parathyroid gland problems. You fix your parathyroid glands and get into calcium utilization, you get out of depression. You start feeling good about yourself. This is all etheric. This is the etheric body, the id, the ego, as uh, Carl Jung's wife named it. Yeah, I know. I studied all youngin. Of course, the youngin Institute had uh, uh, what they called the youngin dream work, where they would put you back into your dreams and get you more conscious, awake in your dreams, so you could get more lucid dreaming and you could understand your why you were dreaming, what you were dreaming, and stuff like that. I thought it was pretty good. That was a long time. I got a book on that too somewhere. But I haven't looked at that in so many years. I've been so involved in putting this all together for you guys that I just. I don't even know what the Jungian Institute or all that's doing anymore. I know the fight between the Freuds and the Jungians. <laughs> but then Freud always said there was a sexual connotation behind everything, and in certain ways, possibly. So anyway, getting that going, you want to enhance the thyroid. Well, how do you enhance the thyroid? You can use glandulars. You can use herbs. Yeah. But... I'm always thinking causative things. Now, you could have a pituitary link there, so you will always look at that. Always remember that one little hiccup with thyroid, adrenals, and all that. The pituitary could be involved. It is the master over the land. So the Wizard of Oz that oversees its land. <coughs> Excuse me. You could go to that. So you always want to look at that because that leads you into gut and that leads you into an array of problems. Uh, so look at that always. That's why the iris is so invaluable because you might not see a lot of symptoms pituitary-wise. You could have normal height, uh, but generally you see a little too short, a little too tall, but you could have abnormal growth problems. You know, you'd have downs. You could have all kinds of things like that. It's going to lead you into pituitaries. And do not forget the thymus. 
There is growth hormones according to very, very, very advanced uh, uh, endocrinology, but you don't see that in too much of the general endocrinology about growth hormones coming out of the uh, out of the thymus. That's more your T cell production, but the thymus is not a real little fella. So I know there's a lot of functions they don't know yet about the thymus, and I've told you about the the, the young child's case about the thymus and underdeveloped. And they found an underdeveloped thymus gland. And somebody knew there was, there was growth hormones out of the thymus as well. So you look at these things. You can always use a glandular to enhance the function of these tissues, or you can use herbs. Think in herbology, there's not a lot of understanding about parathyroids and thymus glands and what herbs are good for those. Research in that's pretty spotty. Enough to think about berries, of course, are good for all the endocrine glands, so berry diets are good. Of course, we always recommend fruits, berries, and melons for obvious reasons. Neurologically, number one, of course. Uh, so you know that this eczema, no matter where it is, you're just having kidney filtration problems, but also skin uh, sweating. But remember, when you start kicking up detoxification and you got eczema or even psoriasis, it could look a lot worse. Do not get upset, especially if you've been using any types of cream, suppressive steroids, or anything like that. We start opening up the gates of Hellville, hell's going to come out, you know, and so what? You're stronger than hell, right? Right. So you have to let your form live through it because now you're getting out the unwanted acids that's breaking you down. That's not always fun. Doesn't always look pretty. But the end result is beautiful. We've showed you pictures of that always. I keep bringing up the girl from uh, in the, well from the Philippines that now is uh, was was. It's been a lot of years ago. She became Miss Philippines. She came to me with head to toe eczema, basically psoriasis, head to toe. There was a uh, which one was it? Uh, one of our uh, uh, students uh, cured one up in Dubai. Same thing. She looked about the same. Came beautiful. Skin loves to clear itself up, guys, but you've got to get rid of what breaks it down. <clears throat> There's only two sides to chemistry. Hmm? We keep going to the simplicity of it all, and I want, need you to do the same thing. Lymphatic, lymphatic, acids, acids. You understand that and work on that. There's nothing your body can't cure itself of. It can be morphodized like this, like the uh, what's-his-name syndrome, and pull itself right back. Seen it, seen it, done it, done it over and over and over again. Showed you pictures of it, got x-rays of it. Stuff you, stuff that even made my jaw drop. Stuff I would have never believed in. And if I hadn't seen it myself, I mean, I've learned a lot through watching you guys. You know, I've had cases where I told you that leg was broken in a quad, pulled it for 12 years it was fractured like this held it at 28 28 degree angle was it i can't remember the degree pull itself straight there was no more bulge in the femur in the thigh it's like what i got the x-rays you can see it from bent to straight how did the body do that how did the body straighten up scoliosis what morphodizes it now look at the two sides of chemistry. Look at the lymphatic system. Look at how the body works. And understanding those things, you win the day. Look at Thomas. He's winning the day. And you can too. And you want to stop the receding of the gums because there goes the teeth. And you're 33 years young. 
So, you know, turn it all around, get, get all this cleaned out. You can always use lymphatic formulas and, and like the heal all tea and stuff and gargle with it in the mouth, very helpful. Uh, you can also use the, uh, the uh, skin uh, tea and stuff like that to help with the mouth and help with acids in the mouth. And make sure your saliva is not acidic because the more interstitial that you're backed up in your mouth, the more your saliva will become acidic. It's like the same thing with breast milk. The more backed up you are in your, in your mammary glands and in your breast lymphatically, the more your milks are acidic. Well, you're giving your babies acidic milk. That'll deteriorate your babies and fill your babies full of mucus and give them skin problems and everything else. Change it. You can do it. Look at all these things we're reading, the power of some of these people, how bad they got it, and they turned around, they heard about us and turned themselves around, and now they're turning around. Don't treat eliminate. That's what I used to say all the time. Don't treat, eliminate. I found you in your work just yesterday. Oh, wow. And I'm so grateful I did. Oh, thanks, honey. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I have been struggling with eczema on my face for the last 10 years. Yeah, get rid of that. Uh, like a, a rosaceous thing. First time I got it, but then remember, that's head. That's head, and that's our brain, and that's our eyes, and that's all the things. That's our sense of smell our sense of taste. And the more that's backed up, the more you lose your sense of smell, you lose your sense of taste, and you don't realize it happens so slowly, you don't realize you're not smelling anymore. You don't realize you're not tasting like you should anymore. It's amazing when that stuff comes back, because that's another part of a nirvanic experience is when your sense of smell starts coming back, your sense of taste, it's just like, whoa, whoa, happiness on the face. And you just start going, whoa, I'm connected again to life again. Because acids disconnect you and send you to Hellville. Come home to Wellville, guys. Come home to Wellville. It's a fun place to be. First time I got it, it was on my left side. Uh, left kidney, huh? Well, you might pull your eyes up and see what your left kidney looks like over your right kidney. Uh, a one times one centimeter round mark. And then after using prescription cream on it, just saying. It went away. Just saying. <laughs> then it came back a couple of years later, this time bigger than the previous. Hell yeah. All you guys know that. Skin people know that. All you guys know that. Using steroid cream. That's all they got. They treat you with this stuff. Oh, look, they cleaned it up for me. Oh, you're a good doc. Thanks. Look, it went away. No, it didn't. They suppressed it. They shoved it deeper. It's kind of like burning a tumor. They radiated a tumor. Oh, you're in remission. No, you're not. You just burnt the tumor to shrink it. Wait, just wait. And bam! Then it comes back with a vengeance. No, and then they have the boss that tell you that your cancer moved on you, metastasized on you. The joke's on you. No, the lion and the joke's on them. In reality, the karma's on them. I do not want to be involved in a modality where I get a hiccup like that. Uh-uh. And it went away when I did the GAPS protocol for three months, which I've learned now is very acidic. You know, acids can burn things away temporarily, like chemotherapy. You look at chemotherapy, how many do not come out of it, right? We were just talking about that earlier. You know, this nurse was talking about it and... Jessica's sister's a nurse, and they get into it all the time because Jessica's, of course, learning a lot deeper, even though she's went to, you know, all the, the school because she was a 
dental assistant. She'd been to all the classes, A and P, you know, had chemistry and stuff, but not like we teach. <laughs> and so now she's learning her sister just she can't go anywhere. There's nowhere to go. And she's stuck with what she was taught in nursing, which no offense, but come on, one year. <clears throat> which I've learned now is very acidic. So it might have been because I was eating so much vegetables and not eating any processed foods whatsoever. That'll always clean you up. It'll help clean you up. Absolutely will. And skip forward a couple of years. I did, uh, I did a round of, I don't even know what that is. I also tritinone because I also had gotten a lot of pimples around this time. Pimples, just a precursor to uh, cysts which is precursor to tumors, abscesses, all the same stuff, see, that I've never really had before. Well, because your, your lymph system's getting worse as your life goes on. Remember, if you eat fresh fruits, berries, and melons, and salads, if your lymph system isn't moving, you still can get this, you know. This is all about elimination of sewage in the body, and you have acid sewage from fruits, berries, melons, and vegetables, too. Their alkaline initial hit is anti-inflammatory, of course, but they are produced acids as their crib cycles broken down and all of this, too. Their waste have to be eliminated just as much as proteins. It's just that proteins is double trouble. Grains, beans, uh, meats, those are double troubles because they have an acid ash. They don't come electron-rich. So they're dehydrators right off the scuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but my dermatologist didn't know what to do when my eczema started flaring up <laughs> during this period, so she lowered the dose. And I was on it for the, like nine months, and then I decided to stop. Holy crap, because my eczema kept getting worse. Dermatologist, please. God, it's so simple to fix all this stuff. I, I got so many cases I can tell you about. During detoxification, too, just stuff that popped out. I've had tumors pop out of people, of course, but I mean, the skin has erupted like crazy, especially when you start hydrating and opening up and getting that lymph system moving. If you have bad kidneys and they can't filter real quick, your skin's going to make up the difference. You're going to drain from the eyes. You're going to drain from the mouth, under the breast, under the arms, groin. Skin's going to break open, ooze, pus, stinky stuff, toenail jam, between the toes. That's all, that's all big signs that your lymph isn't filtering, isn't moving. I even got it on my nose now and on the right side as well. Yeah. Spreading all through you, honey. And a small patch on my right knee. Yeah, spreading all through you. Your right kidney's going down now. See, if you don't fix things properly, the problem is this world doesn't have very many good teachers. The, all the best teachers on this planet are the guys that graduated from my school. And I don't mean to be narcissistic, but if you don't understand the limp system, I don't know what you're teaching. You're teaching treatment. And treatment doesn't cure anything, and suppression of the symptom is not the way to go. Uh-uh. What you suppress tomorrow is your hell. What you suppress today is your hell tomorrow for sure, and your tumors and everything else tomorrow. And that's the next stage. You know, you got pimples, but what's the next stage? Cysts and tumors. You can't get it out. Where does it go? It doesn't magically disappear, as one medical doctor thought. 
<laughs> he thought the body got rid of, what did he say? He, he thought the body got rid of metabolitic acids esoterically. That was a good one. <laughs> Since I quit the uh, ISO about two to three years ago, I've been trying different diets, but really I've just been panicking. Yeah, and I want you to remember what I'm saying to you. That uh, even on my program, you're going to see your skin pop worse initially, or could. A lot of people clear right up, and I'm real happy to see that. But do not be surprised when you've had a lifetime of suppression that you don't see it explode on you. I'm fair warning you. But I'm also telling you, you keep going and eliminate these acids out of your body and it'll start clearing up and you'll be done with it. And you regenerate any tissues, skin cells that, that, that's necroticized on you. Your body, we will rebuild them as sweet as they are and even look better and better and better. Fixing the parathyroid and all this will tone the skin beautifully. But it's not just the skin. I want you to remember that's just what you see. It's in your liver, it's in your pancreas, it's in your heart, it's in your lungs, it's in your ovaries, your uterus, or your prostate and your gonads and everywhere else. The little winky or big winky. It's everywhere. And that's when you start to see the decay of, of the nervous system and the necroticide or the degeneration of tissue, the loss of muscle. You know, you start to see the decay of your body. Turn it around. Fair warning. Cars that have been in accidents going into the body shop doesn't look pretty for a while. You're taking your vehicle in the body shop of detoxification and regeneration. And so your body's going to go through some ups and downs, healing crises and things like that. Don't be afraid of them. Embrace them. Good. I love to see that crap coming out of me. Hot and cold compresses, hot and cold, hot and cold. Open it up, hot and cold, the back of the neck. Work on the neurolymphatic points going down the spine. Accelerate, there's plenty of ways to accelerate the healing of that. And hydrotherapy is one of them, hot and cold. I too used to have rosacea really, really bad. I didn't know it was a milk and the uh, ma uh, uh, mayonnaise on my... Uh, uh, egg salad sandwiches, which I thought was better because they were organic eggs. Tuna fish salad sandwiches, they're better. I mean, it's on whole grain bread. I went through all that, guys. I went through all that. So. Let's see. She said, I have been panicking because I haven't known if I've been doing the right thing or not. And the pictures, this is me on a fairly good day. I don't get any good, I didn't get any pictures, honey. And now my gums have been receding as well. Yeah, yeah. And all tissue in your body is receding. That's why people look emaciated. Things like this. Shriveling up like a prune. That's just what acids do to you. And you look like a prune as you get older. Your skin wrinkles up and you just you look like a prune. You lose your bones. You get hard as a rock like Thomas and some of these other uh, runs we've read. Yeah, that's all acidosis. But you guys are learning the truth now. Free yourselves. Don't be afraid to take it on. Become a warrior. Woman warrior, male warrior, take it on. 
learn the truth of health and vitality. And that is not a world of treatment. It's not a world of nutrition where you're taking supplements. It's not a world of pharmacology. That's the worst of them all. And you don't use botanicals to treat. You use botanicals to clean and to rebuild. Absolutely panic. Yeah, I get it. Just brought your book, but I want to start implementing right away. What can I do? Go on a grape diet. We love that one. Go on a two-week grape diet and enjoy what you see. At the same time, get herbs for your kidneys. If you get, you know, the thing about using the herbs, if you can afford them, is that it'll help the symptoms. You don't have near the heavy symptoms you do if you just go on fruit. You can take herbs for the kidneys, the endocrine glands. It takes a while. When, you're, when you have chronic adrenals and you're just eating fruit, it, it's going to take you a while to get that all built back. And we got tools. And, uh, glandulars are tools. Herbs are tools. We've got great tools. And I hope to God I put together some good tools for you guys because I put them together for myself. I've been in clinical practice all my life. So I, I, I put them together for me to help you. It's just, uh, I don't know, I've only been doing live classes and stuff for, what, 25, going on 30 years maybe, but not before that. And also, important question, I was wondering, does the eczema have to arise to the surface for it to recycle out? Sometimes, sometimes, don't be, don't freak out, pre-warning you, don't freak out. But you're, you're fixing the system that you have down. All your medical doctors did was suppress the symptoms and suppress your elimination of the, of the system you have down. They don't understand the lymphatic system. Not even a dermatologist? No, they're not taught that. And if you can't think outside of the box of your education, and I've always said you got to, the difference between a conscious being and an unconscious being. An unconscious being can't think outside of the box of what the mind has been taught because it's a robot, it's a computer. A conscious being sees more. They're not trapped with thought so much. They go, oh, their consciousness is pulling them a little more to, oh, let me think outside of that. I got to look somewhere else. I've been doing this for years and it's not going anywhere and I'm not going to die like this. I'm not going to live with this anymore. That shows you you have higher beingness to yourself. And so I try to get you connected to that too, which is just who you are. This is just a body you're using. Understand how it works, what the two sides of chemistry is, and you'll be kicking butt. I can put some, you can put some oil on it, castor oil on it. Yeah, you can. But again, I worry about that adding to the agglomeration of what's going on. You can use that. The, I'll tell you, our, what's better than that is our ultimate salve. I'm telling you, that stuff, get it. It just heals burns so bad. And you, these are burns. And just use that salve on yourself. But at the same time, welcome an elimination. You're not trying to treat it, trying to suppress it. Although it gets real bad, that salve does some fine healing to the cells too because it's cellular healing time too. But at the same time, you're trying to open up your organs of elimination and your skin is your largest one. Sweat if you can. Go to your thyroid. I submit to you, your thyroid is always involved in this. And of course, around the gums and everything, it's going to pull you right in here too. It's all just tied together, honey. But get those kidneys filtering. It'll, it, they take up a huge part of the, the skin uh, uh, issues. 
which really soothed my eczema. I know. Any, any oil is anti-acid. And that just shows you that. But the, get the uh, Ultimate Salve. It's oh, so healing. It's got coconut. It's got aloe. It's got uh, high-grade olive. It's got all kinds of the oils. But then it's got all the herbs to heal and regenerate the cells. But you still have a glomulation. Remember that. And you've got to open that field up. You've got to hydrate. You're moving toward a highly dehydrated body. And medical doctors don't understand interstitial dehydration. Not at all. Go into the A&P book and read about your lymphatic system and see how much information you get. Uh, it, doesn't he it doesn't stop the uh, healing process as long as you're starting to work with healing and hydration. No. But if you're just using that to treat, that's what I worry about. Do I have to just leave it on for it to cycle out, detox, or does it do that through other means and ways as well? That is our just effective, hopefully. Well, you're, anything you put on it, you're treating it. No question. I love our SAS because they take the burnout, they take the pain out, and they do have cell regenerative value to it. Comfrey and all these other herbs, burdockers, are very regenerative to cells. And your skin is made of, oh, cells. So that's important too. But, and they help, they are absorbed in and they help the body's healing factors. They'll help the kidneys. There's kidney herbs and everything else in that. So when you use an herbal salve like that, it, it, the, all these herbs have healing properties inside and you're absorbing it inside of your body. What you put on your skin, you're absorbing in. Castor oil is just what it is. It's an anti-inflammatory. But so is the other oil. So using a healing salve like the ultimate salve is why we call it the ultimate because it's just excellent for burns and the pain of it. But with that said, you're going internally. You're hydrating internally. You're internally reaching into that internal sewer system called the lymphatic system, your main immune system. And you're going after it through kidney filtration, adrenals. You're going after it in, in hydration. So real key to, to look at that. Then you'll be totally successful. Not partially, totally successful at the elimination of the problems and the regeneration of gum and teeth tissue. And all the other things that that apply because you're right here in the brain. Uh, I'm so grateful for you and your... Oh, thanks, honey. And the fact that you're enlightened and spiritual. Oh, thanks. I love that too. Yeah, that, 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 that's a beautiful side of life. And you'll feel that once you get all this acid and this anger out of your body, you'll feel that side. And you'll exacerbate that side. And you'll just put a smile from ear to ear. I've had you guys come in the clinic smiling and happy and having a whole new life again. That's heartfelt. My spiritual practice and belief is what has kept me sane a bit, both with my health and what's going on in the world. No kidding. Sick, ain't it? But you get on the road, warrior woman. Jessica, the warrior woman. Love all you guys. And uh, there's hope for each and every one of you. And you want to bring yourselves from Hellville to Wellville. See if you can find the message and glandular junction logo. Thank you guys.